to speak with Travis, hear what he's been up to, and vibe with it. Um, I want to say my favorite track from his mix was Heartbreak, Bonobo, and Totally Enormous Extinct Dinosaurs. Uh, it came right after Skrillex's Squad Up, um, and I wasn't expecting it to come in there, so it really just like blew my mind. So thanks, Travis. I'm looking forward to hearing what you've been up to and vibing with the mix. Is that the Tenzik music? Hello, house. hello. Yo. Hey, hey. <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. What's it? Today is Sunday. Today is Sunday. Yeah. Today is indeed Sunday. Yo, happy Sunday! Thanks for coming on. Uh, I'm I'm recording the audio. I'm not going to use the video, but I. Uh, okay. Cool. I, cool. Cool. Yeah. I'm not in like the cool, uh, video stage yet. I really want to start streaming on Twitch. I think we talked about that a little while ago, but I like still need a camera, like a webcam. Right, right. Um, I'm like not. I don't know. I'm not vibing with uh, like filming myself. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Yeah, Twitch is have... Twitch is a great platform to start on for okay. sure. Like okay. if you're if you're trying to stream, if you're trying to like get your name out there, Twitch is definitely the place to start for sure. I just would need to make a schedule and be able to... My Wi-Fi is really bad, so we might lose connection in a point. Okay, gotcha. But that's, like, another... I, like, need to upgrade my Wi-Fi and, like, go from there just to be able to do everything live and then also, like, get comfortable with doing things live and find something. Because you can't... You have to play... Like, you have to plug something in directly to the controller. Right. Yeah, I think so. Just to get the audio from the controller like plug it into your interface or something yeah um, it goes from uh it goes from the mixer directly into the interface and then into your computer okay. uh to get direct audio like to the stream dope i think i broke my audio box because it'll start like after like 20 minutes you'll hear like buzzing Ooh, that's yeah. not good, <laughs> no, that's not good. and not i've tested good. i've tested the cables i've tested the mic and it happens with everything so i'm like i think it's the interface but uh you know, I don't really need it right now. I'm yeah. Chilling. Chilling. <laughs> Word. Cool, cool. Uh, thank you so much for coming on to the show. Of thank course. Jumping of course. in. Thank you for having me. I yeah, appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, I think, like, the biggest things, the reason why I was, like, I would love for you to do a guest mix is because you were one of the people who really, like, got me into DJing and, like, helped me prep and, like, taught me, like, different ways to start mixing. Um, so I really appreciate that. And I was like, who's perfect to like take over for an episode? Like, <laughs> for sure, for sure. I mean, you were always, you were always a day one. And we always, uh, we, we kind of like hit it off from there. Cause like, I remember like, you would be like asking me questions about DJing all the way back to like Greeley when you were God. in Greeley and like it, that dance, I will never forget that. Like nobody knew, nobody had any idea who I was, but like, my responsibility the entire night it was kind of like hype man like yes. i remember your principal was like yo hype them up like you're like he he called me like magic mike he was like <laughs> you are like magic mike man like i don't know how you do it and i'm like yeah, i don't know man like i just <laughs> but that dance was that dance was definitely something that i will never forget because that was so much fun and just seeing that entire gymnasium full of people like jumping and having a good time that that definitely like 
made me feel good made me feel like really really freaking good and it, it was it was great to see you know the fact that your school even had something like that was just phenomenal like i i never saw anything like that before um and your school definitely went hard when it came to dances i mean <laughs> i don't know if it's the same way anymore because the principal left and like there's whole new leadership and everything um but even for me, like to have you there was amazing. You know my experience with the DJ club and how that kind of affected how I first started getting involved um, with DJing. But yeah, and I thought that was great. Like having an actual DJ club in your school, like having a community that all wants to do the same exact thing as you and like, you know, sharing ideas and sharing mm -hmm. music and, you know, different genres and, you know, seeing what works. I, I thought that that was a really cool idea and something really cool to incorporate in a school. And nobody else I knew had that. So when I heard that, like, that was what you were doing and that that was your jam, I was like, yo, that's dope. Like, that is so freaking cool. Like, why didn't any other school think of that? You know, like, it was neat. It was really freaking cool. And thank you for doing it. Like, I don't even, I think I, like, wanted to do a set. And then I didn't know what to play. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I, I remember, I remember like we kind of like teamed up and you were like, yo, like these are what I'm vibing to right now. And I was like, all right, I'll try to incorporate some of those. But like, I have some sort of like my own idea too. And then we kind of just like made it work. She's like, I remember you were like, can you throw some of my songs in there? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And I threw, I think I threw like two or three in there, but Honestly, the kids were like even, so like vibing. Like, I was literally reviving so hard. I was like, I don't even know what's happening, but this is, almost, <laughs> this is the hype. The crowd's hype. Like everyone's having a good time on this like random Friday night. I'm like, this yeah. is a vibe. Or I think it was Saturday possibly. But I don't remember, but yeah. whatever day it was, they, they were bopping for sure. It's true. Like, yeah. That I, dance I remember, was slapping. Uh, <laughs> I think you played uh, Party Rockin' or something. And then you kind of like trolled the, the crowd for like a hot second. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, don't do it. And like the whole club was like, don't do it, Travis. And then you just did it anyway. And like the, the audience was just like, or the crowd was like really, they were shocked for a second and they were like, all right, we're vibing, we're vibing, we're in. And I was like, you know, I, that's well, a killer DJ right there. Like, Well, just, I remember, yeah. I'll never forget this because I remember the DJ that went before me um, was going to cut the music. And I was like, and I was like, no don't cut the music i was like i'm i was like my like dj equipment is on a different channel i was like so here's what we're gonna do i was like you know bring them up to 128 bpm and i'm gonna transition into you and he's like bro this isn't gonna work like you don't even have a computer in front of you this there's no way this is gonna work and i was like trust me i was like don't cut the music i was like i'm gonna transition into you he was like nah there is absolutely no way that this is going to work. And then all of a sudden I just sampled the, everybody put your hands in the air. And I just like kept on looping that on top of them. And he was like, oh my God. And then all of a sudden he just cut it. And as soon as he cut it, I just went, everybody put your hand and then dropped it. And everybody was like, ah. <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget that either because that it just, it, it flowed so well. Yeah, and I just, <laughs> Yo, right from the start, I was like, I don't know how this is going to go. Like, I'm a little nervous, especially since I, <laughs> I was like an outsider in the club just because I didn't really DJ very well. So being able to right. just like randomly be like, I'm going to bring my friend Travis and we're going to like have a good time. And for the club to be like, what are you doing? Like, 
you go to Greeley. Like, who's <laughs> this other person he doesn't go to Greeley? Uh, but then, like, as soon as that song started, I was like, all right, I made a good decision. I knew this was the right <laughs> thing to do. So I was like, let's freaking vibe. Oh, for sure. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Yeah, and so I have a, a few questions for you just to kind of sure. get to know you. Um, but, yeah, I want to know, like, more about you, like, what you're working on right now, what you've been up to. Oof. Oh, where do I start? I'm Right now, I actually started actually taking a master class from Nikki Romero, believe it or not. Um, okay. Nikki Romero is actually um, doing a master class on what's called Fader Pro. And uh, it's basically a site with a bunch of different classes. And Nikki Romero actually goes into depth on like how to like structure a track, um, like melodies, stuff like that. Um, incorporates like all of his plugins, which I actually used prior to taking the class. Um, so it's actually a super cool tool. Um, but what I'm trying to do is kind of like develop my ideas, develop my skills, my overall skills right now, and hope to eventually create another EP album by 2022. Hey, let's go. Um, as you already know, I went by T-Rev in the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, when I was under that alias, I was mostly playing like Electro House and Progressive. Um, since then, I've kind of transitioned out of that, um, mainly because I got a residency at a bar called O'Connor's um, in Mount Kisco. Yes. And the, the kids there, like everybody there was kind of requesting like classic hip hop. And that was something that was like, very new to me um I, something that i didn't really incorporate into my sets very often was hip-hop so like i kind of took those elements and everything that i was learning there and what i essentially want to do is i mean i also grew up listening to classic rock and listening to like alternative rock um i was actually a drummer before i was a dj i don't know if you knew that I or did not. not know that actually um i, I drummed yeah i drummed for like 10 years prior to DJing so like transitioning into the whole DJ phase was actually easy for me because I got like the rhythm down and you know four four and you know the different time signatures from drumming um so I was able easily able to incorporate that into DJing because it's basically like the same thing like you know you need to have rhythm in order to be a DJ um all of that aside basically what I'm trying to do with this project is I'm trying to create something new and I'm trying to tr basically infuse everything that I've listened to in my life from classic rock to alternative to, you know, hip hop, R&B to electro, progressive house, deep house, um, all different genres of EDM and kind of infuse them all into one. Um, so with that being said, it's going to take a lot of like live instrument work, um, you know, live synths, live production, rather than strictly just computerized. Um, but I want to kind of like see what I can do with it. I want to be very experimental and I want to incorporate like different BPMs, different genres of music, different cultural diversities and try to infuse them. Um, so that's something that I'm working on. Um, haven't really gotten down like the main idea yet, but that's essentially what I want to do. Um, 
and yeah, I've been taking like all these classes, trying to, you know, develop my skills up and, you know, be able to produce this music, hopefully in 2022. I mean, I've been listening to a bunch of different things. Um, I know that San Holo, um, I don't know if you know who San Holo is, but I know that, uh, I know that he actually uses live guitar in some of his productions. So like I've been listening to a lot of him, um, you know, and then the main ones, like the main EDM ones, like Nicky Romero, like I said, who I'm taking a class for. But like so many different artists I've found out do different things. I mean, Porter Robinson just came out with an album, for example, where he actually uses like acoustic piano in his production set and, you know, uses launch pads and, you know, a whole bunch of different things. Um, so I'm, I'm just trying to do my own thing. You know, I... I don't want to be like everybody else. And, you know, anybody can be a producer, anybody can be a DJ, but what you really have to kind of do is you, you, you got to pan out. You know, when I first started, I was doing strictly electro progressive house. It wasn't getting me anywhere. And once I went open format, I was able to then kind of see myself as a DJ, as a producer, kind of like broaden my horizon and be like, all right, now I could play hip hop in my sets. I could play, you know, classic rock in my sets and make it work. So I definitely think that that helped me as an artist and kind of made me see things a lot differently. Dope. Yeah, I definitely, like for me personally, I'll listen to anything but country but i do think you have to listen to everything so you can incorporate that <laughs> i'm the same way i i absolutely can't stand country i will say that yeah. but the funny thing is like i actually got hit up with a gig once actually at paulie's of all places in pleasantville yeah, and uh they were like we need you to play cla- uh classic rock metal and country and make it work because that's what people were and i was like huh like <laughs> wait, wait 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 so as a dj you want me to play classic rock <laughs> metal and country so in your establishment and i went in and like i made it work but it was just like so out there and i found that like so cool i'm like these people actually want classic rock metal and country did you find it difficult to like mix the three genres or it definitely was <laughs> yeah, it was that was definitely out of my comfort zone but again you know like you gotta take what you're given and you, you kind of just gotta vibe with it Absolutely. i've come to realize Absolutely. <laughs> i agree with you know the vibes you are yeah exactly well. <laughs> um, do you so i we met doing martial arts i'm pretty sure we, we met through fusion we were like taking classes. yes we did yeah um, do you do any martial arts still, or have you, like, done anything? I was going to Rose Hill Taekwondo um, for a while, um, pre-COVID, um, but then COVID hit, and I- I'm just not that comfortable right now doing something like that. Absolutely. Um, hopefully, when, you know, everything subsides and everybody gets vaccinated, I hope to go back. Um, but as of right now, I'm trying to stay healthy. I'm going to the gym, doing what I can um, here at home. Um, no martial arts right now, unfortunately. That's kind of on the back burner. But um, hopefully, gonna get back into it. You know, that's. I mean, once you do it for so long, it kind of becomes a lifestyle. It kind of becomes who you are. So, uh, I'm sure at some point, I'm gonna want to go back. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I had a thought; it fleeted. It's gonna come back to me eventually. 
uh, it had to do with something with, with karate and like martial arts, but it already, or I don't know. I mean, just random. Like, do you have a favorite move? Like favorite a block or a strike. Move. I know it's kind of random. Um, I mean, I've been told that my spinning back kicks are really good. I remember your spinning um, back so that's, kicks. Yeah, so that's that's we, one kick that I, I think I like the most okay. are spinning back. I think sparring with you is always an interesting time. <laughs> I, I would just be like, all right, I can spar, I can do it all. But I like hate sparring the most, especially just uh, I was always worried about the black belt test with like the ten minutes of sparring and stuff. Like for that. sure. Um, but I'd always like have to look out for you because I feel like <laughs> just be sparring. I'm like, all right, it's pretty chill. Like we're doing pretty well. And then you would throw something in there like your spinning back kick. And I'd be like, oh no! <laughs> like I got a skirt. I got a skirt. <laughs> For sure, for sure. You never knew, never, never knew what I was coming at you with. I always, always try to surprise you. <laughs> it's true, and like I, I haven't done karate probably since I left Fusion when I went to college. But uh, like the, we had clubs in college that I would like get involved with. But I just for me, like I, I think I want to go towards Tai Chi and like more of like the relaxing kind of side of it, just because with gotcha. my, okay, okay. Yeah, the grappling and the sparring. Cool. After a while, for me, I was like, you know, that's a, that's a lot of contact. Like, you could get injured really quickly. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's a rough sport, and it's it's evolving, too. You know, like, so some of the stuff I see in the UFC, I mean, these new up-and-comers in the UFC, I mean, like, I, I don't want to go as far as to say, like, at, at I could talk about UFC for hours. I mean, I watch like every fight, but like watching these new and upcomers, like, and what they're doing with the sport, like it, it just, it's ever evolving, you know, like these, all these greats, like can't even keep up with it anymore because it's just, it's always growing and it's always evolving. And, you know, people are developing different moves and different styles and, different ways of fighting it's, it's it's crazy it's it's really really interesting to see i think uh i've been watching cobra kai on netflix i don't know if you've heard <laughs> have you but it's i actually uh i yeah i finished that series it's it's cool it's, it's really cheesy. neat it's like 80s cheesy like nostalgic from the actual karate kid movies yeah for sure i, I like what they did you know they brought everybody back which i think is cool mm -hmm. um you're right. It is a little bit cheesy at yeah, times. But, but it's, it, I mean, for, I think it's funny. Like, it's a nice little refreshing thing to put on and be like, oh, cool. I can do that too. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and then I, other, I think I watch like, um, I think it's IP Man is how you spell it, but it's definitely pronounced a different way. But it's like, a, it's on Netflix as well. But it's just this guy who like really knows his craft with martial arts and like he'll go. Like different hmm, I've never seen that one. What is it called? Um, it's IP Man. I don't know. It's If Man. IP Man. All right. I definitely got to check that out. IP I've never. And then Man. Yeah. Gotcha. It's very cool. like technical. Cool. He does a lot with his hands, where like he's really inside the box right. with the his with his opponent, and like it can be everyday life. It can be when he's actually at the tournament, but he's really like in. He'll use like closed up. Like he's not very. He just like gets in there and then. I got you. you up. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I want to know. I see your little setup back there. I see a little, a little <laughs> table and a microphone. I yes. See, uh, so this up. is yeah. this is this is my crib. So my uh, 
yeah, my this is basically where all the magic happens. Um, I have my DJ equipment behind me and, you know, my microphone on the stand. And then uh, where I'm currently sitting right now is um, kind of like my production desk. So I have my laptop up top, which is where, you know, I'm talking to you right now. And then I have a keyboard at the bottom. And then if I want to, I could swap out the keyboard for like an actual keyboard or whatever and kind of, you know, work from there. So like this right here where I'm where you see me sitting is like my production area. And then, you know, right next to it is where I DJ and stream and do all that good stuff. So everything's right, basically right next to each other. I kind of made like a little, little space, like a little corner in my room and was kind of like, all right, here's all my stuff. Let's make it happen. <laughs> I love the, the bedroom studio vibes. I love it. For sure. Uh, I've like, rearranged my room like six times, but like every time it's usually like a focus on like, where do I want to put my keyboard now? Like, where do I want to put my DJ board? Like it just in the, the realm of like, if we're going to keep everything in here, like where it goes, but right. have like the DJ board here, the keyboard's back there. <laughs> we're figuring the TV's over here. Before. I don't know. Very wild. I got you. Yeah. I, I kind of like to keep my things close, like keep everything in one general vicinity. That way, you know, if I decide I want to produce one day, I can just kind of swap it out and put it on my table or put it on my desk. You know, if I decide I want to DJ, it's literally a <laughs> like foot foot walk right over there, <laughs> you know, like right, right out of my chair and, you know, up DJing, so. <laughs> literally, for, uh, for Twitch, um... You were doing it before, like, the pandemic started. Is that right? I was actually on... So, before the pandemic hit, I was... Or, actually, I should say as soon as it hit, because I was on a platform on Facebook called Socially Distance Fest. And um, what that basically is, is it's a private page, um, or private group, I should say, of about... I want to say they have a good, like, close to 10,000 people or more in that group now. But um, basically, like, you go live and then the admins approve you and you could kind of just, like, do your own thing. Um, whether you're a musician, a painter, you know, as long as you're a performing art, they let you go live on their page and like people could like you and comment and stuff like that. So that's how I started getting into streaming. Like I didn't really fully grasp that until I started doing socially distance fest. And then somebody on social socially distance was like, dude, you got to set up a Twitch. And I was like, I, to be honest with you, I didn't even know what a Twitch was. I was like, what is Twitch? Like, <laughs> You know, like, like, I that. always thought gaming right away when I heard Twitch. Exactly. And that's what I thought it was, too. I was like, isn't that where gamers go to, like, stream games? Like, they're like, no, like, per performers are on there all the time, like, from guitarists to drummers to DJs, you know, you name it, singers, even. And they were like, it's an awesome community. You're going to mute, meet a lot of people, meet a lot of friends, like, definitely set up a Twitch. And I did. And since then, I've, I've kind of hit it off with a few people. Um, I've met a lot of cool DJs, a lot of cool performers, even singers on the platform um, that are just 
really cool down to earth people that are like always willing to collab, always willing to help you. And it was just a great thing to see. Like Twitch is definitely a really cool community and you kind of get your name out there and you start talking to people and, you know, doing some networking and really seeing what's out there. Um, and that really changed the game for me um, because, you know, I'm starting to like talk, actually talk to people that do the same exact thing as me and like have different ideas and incorporate things in a different way that like I wouldn't have ever thought of, you know, like everybody has their own idea, their own take on music. And it's always cool to see like what people are doing, what people are coming up with, because it's always going to be different from your perspective you know what i mean so it's it's interesting it's really really cool to like get your name out there and kind of see you know the rest of the world and what this whole entire ever evolving you know business of music and i call it a business because it really is uh, is doing (laughs) you know what everybody is doing musically um is just great to see have you heard anything from like O'Connor's or Polly's recently, like trying to get you back in there? Unfortunately not. Um, I did reach out to the guy that hired me um, a few days ago. didn't hear back from him, but I'm going to have to go in um, at some point. Um, he's a social studies teacher. So he's yeah. always, he's always, always busy. Oh, yeah. um, this guy, Brian. Um, but I'm hoping to get back there. I, I, I mean, I could only hope by next month i mean i can't say for sure because i haven't heard back yet but seems like we're sort of reaching what i'd call normalcy (laughs) agreed yeah have you been Um, vaccinated but already but then again were we really normal prior i mean let's be honest but (laughs) i got my shot a couple weeks ago uh have you gotten any of your shots I got my first shot. My nice. second shot is on the 23rd. Hey. So I'm getting there. Did you get the Pfizer, the Moderna? I got the Pfizer, hey. which I heard is the one to get. But <laughs> Yeah, I got the Pfizer. It if it, it Did it wipe you out for the first one? No, the first one I was actually completely like no symptomatic, like asymptomatic, oh, like okay. no symptoms at all. So yeah. second one I heard is kind of kicks you in the butt, really but... <laughs> From personal experience, I was, like, out for one day. I just slept all day. And I was, I felt great the next day, but, like, the day before, I just felt like I was really tired. Like, all everything was brittle. Like, I just, like, felt tired and old. And <laughs> I was like, well, I can't move. But, you know. Fingers crossed. Hopefully that doesn't happen to me. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. hoping to just go through and not have anything at all. But from from what I hear, the second one's always the worst. So like, I'm, the thing is it's only like I'm expecting the worst, stops. but. Yeah. I, I guess what you could say is I'm, I'm expecting the worst, but I'm hoping for the best. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is the greatest. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know. So for the mix, like, how did you put it together? Like, what can we, what can you like give us, tell us in your words, like what, how you did the mix, <laughs> describe it so in it's, words. It's funny because you, you hit me up and told me to do a guest mix. And anytime I do a mix, it's always off the top of my head. Um, I actually know my library so well that I'm literally able to just go in, dive in, you know, with no set plan, no set list, no nothing, and just kind of do it off the fly. Um, so what you experienced was basically just 
you know, me fooling around me, I guess you could say fooling around and me coming up with what I personally, you know, thought of and what I was vibing with at that specific moment in time. Um, everything that I always do kind of has to, I, I mean, I guess you could say that. Um, every, everything that I do kind of like is based off of my mood on that particular day. Like whether I'm feeling angry, whether I'm feeling happy, whether I'm feeling sad, I always like adapt to my mood <laughs> kind of. So like when I'm angry, sometimes I'll play like some really like explicit hip hop or like something that like shows my anger, you know, when I'm, when I'm happy, I'll play like good vibe house music and stuff like that. So like, it, you always kind of know my mood based on what I'm playing, which is, which I find hilarious. So, like some of my friends are like, like pick that up. Like I'll be, you know, DJing live and like, I'll be angry one day and I'll be playing like a split shit hip hop and they'll be like, you're angry, aren't you? And I'll be like, yeah, <laughs> I am. How, how'd you know? And they'll be like, from your music playing, you know, but like, <laughs> so that's, that's something that's like a little like funny about me is that like, I, I pretty much just vibed in my mood. Um, but like in this, in this sense, it was just like a chill day, you know, you hit me up and we're like, do a, do a guest mix. So like what you heard here was kind of like, just happy vibe, go vibe music, you know, like a little bit of every single genre of house was in there. So like I had some mashups in there, um, you know, there was some deep house, some bass house, some electro, um, really what I've been vibing with generally on Twitch, honestly, is uh, basically what I gave you. So like my general set list for Twitch and like what I've been vibing with on Twitch is pretty much what I incorporated into this mix. Um, I used a lot of mashups from Digital Music Pool, which I actually gave you access to, yes. um, so that you know you can uh, you can check those out. But a um, bunch of different mashups from different music pools were used in there. Um, some, like I said, some some bass house because I've really been digging like the like deep like kind of like heavy hitting bass house um, lately. So I incorporated a lot of that into there. Um, some funky jams in the beginning. Um, kind of like funky, sort of like Jack and House. We I mm -hmm. kind of used a bunch of different genres of house and just made it work. Um, but like I said, you know, I do everything off the fly. So it was kind of like as soon as I threw one song, I was like, all right, let me go into this crate. I know three songs off the top of my head that I can mix in with this that is going to work. You know, that's just how my head operates and how I'm able to go through my library and do things is, you know, as soon as I throw one song, I know like the next three that are coming after it. And it's just the way I work and the way I've always made things happen. That's dope. So actually, fun fact, the reason why I was like running late on the Zoom call is because I logged into your uh, Record Fool account and I started adding <laughs> some songs and then I played awesome. them and I was like, these are actually like really good. Like I could mix them. Oh my God. These are yeah, some of the, some of the remixes, some of the mashups are really, really good. And you know, that goes 
to me saying like anybody who's starting out DJing definitely get yourself a subscription to a record pool whether it be you know I can name three off the top of my head that are really good whether it be you know club killers whether it be digital music pool or whether it be digital DJ pool um because there's actually a difference there's a difference between digital music pool and there's a difference between digital DJ pool um they're at, yeah, they're actually two different. What? They're actually two different record record pools here. Um, very similar names, but two completely different record pools. Um, but whether it be you know any record pool really, you know like there there's ones for every single genre of music out there. Get yourself a subscription to a record pool because the the stuff that you find on there in terms of mashups, in terms of acape- even acapella work, you know you could chop up an acapella in Serato now. They have the uh, remix decks. And, you know, you could chop up an acapella and you could, you know, do so much with it. You could pitch it up, down, you know, left to right, <laughs> whatever you want to do with an acapella. And it, you, you could really do some cool stuff. So yeah, that would like, definitely be one thing that I would recommend to any DJ starting out is to get yourself a subscription to one of those music pools. I um, completely agree. I've been using like iTunes and Spotify for most of my, like I'll, I'll buy music from iTunes and I'll use them in my sets. Um, and like I'll, I use Spotify mostly, but then I'll do like a song shift and then buy the tracks. Um, but I definitely agree with you because I, I pay for DJ city and I used to pay for BPM Supreme, which are other record pools. Right. Uh, and they just have like they have a lot of things. They don't have everything, but they have like great options for you to pick from. And Absolutely. I, I do think like record pools are where to go, because if you like are looking for an original like a full mix of something like intro, outro, everything, like you're not going to find that on, on iTunes. Right. Exactly. On exactly. And and sometimes you need those extended mix mixes because True. they'll have they'll have those extra bars so that you could easily transition in and out, you know, like without that, most of the stuff that you find on iTunes is going to be, you know, straight into the vocal edit or like, you know, it's not going to have those extra bars where you could easily, you know, as a DJ be able to be like, all right, like here's the extra bars. Let me loop this bar and then, you know, put the next track on top of it, you know, like otherwise you're going to have to find a, place in the song where you could kind of cut and go you know it's not really a seamless transition as i should say um between songs so so many intricate details that go into djing absolutely (laughs) you know know, people people think like oh you just you just hit buttons and you twist knobs but there's so much more there is so much more behind the scenes my friends that you guys are not experiencing so if you're you know if you think that it's pushing buttons and twisting knobs you're you're in for a treat once you uh really try to uh, pick that up if you ever decide that you want to try it or you ever decide that you want to see somebody you know do it you're you're in for a treat there because you will be surprised at what you see <laughs> it's true speaking of uh cool little things i have always been impressed by your scratching skills that's just something that <laughs> stood out for me but believe it or not <laughs> funny funny thing about that is that uh i actually scratch wrong oh. <laughs> my uh <laughs> My 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 fundamentals have always been absolutely terrible. I've been told by my production teacher and my DJ teacher that my fundamentals for scratching are completely like out of this world, not normal. <laughs> but oh 
<laughs> but I just, I just make it work and you know, I, I go with it and they're like, your cuts actually aren't half bad, but you're using a lot more platter than you are crossfader, which when it comes to scratching, you're supposed to use a lot more crossfader than platter work. Um, and I just, I developed my own style and stuck with it and it just, it works. So they're like nice cuts, but you're doing it wrong sort of thing. And I was like, well, thanks, but does it work? And they're like, yeah, it does, but you shouldn't be doing it that way sort of thing. So. I think it's great though. Like I, I mean, for someone who doesn't know how to scratch, I can't tell the difference. And I'm like, that's fire right there. <laughs> yeah, I will. I do want another DJ lesson soon, a scratching lesson. Once uh, I think I have like carpal tunnel or something going Ooh. on with my wrists i've been like holding my phone pretty weird so it could be something from Thanks. there but uh i'm on the uh the taking the break side of things but you got uh, to i still you got, got the left hand going <laughs> that's always a vibe um but for yeah sure. i definitely for you like i would love to collab i would love to scratch with you absolutely yeah to make a track, i'm always i'm always about and i'm always down so whenever you know whenever you want to scratch a lesson or you know even want to just like come vibe and you know yeah. blend a few songs and you know swap swap a bop as swap you call it yes. <laughs> swap some bops <laughs> i'm always i'm always down for yeah that, for sure. i'm that's what's up and speaking of swap a bop i want to know what your favorite song is right now <sighs> my favorite song right now um actually <laughs> Yeah, you, you say right now um it's actually a song it's called the right it's actually a song called right now oh, <laughs> and it's actually by um hold on one second let me get you the artist because i don't remember who it's by off the top of my head So this is actually a new artist that I discovered actually from Digital Music Pool, believe it or not. Um, Digital Music Pool released an artist about a week ago. Um, his name is Tasty Hills. And he has three current productions, one of which is a collab um, that he did with another person called Geo Nigan. Um, but all of these songs are like brand new and he just released a single called Right Now. And um, I actually threw it into my mix towards the end um but it's it's a really dope progressive house track and it kind of reminds me of like when i first started djing like sort of the vibe that i had then um so i, I as soon as i heard that track i was like yo this is gold like this is basically bringing back the nostalgic era of progressive house and like just all the elements were like exactly what i remember back in like you know 2011 2012 like festival dj like <laughs> just like vibing to like all the festival dj progressive house um so that's definitely a track that i've been vibing to and an artist that i've been vibing to hey all right so this is funny uh because i'm gonna swap back a song uh i listened to your mix and i was a huge fan um uh, one <laughs> song in particular like got me I, it was right after um squad up by skrillex uh, I wasn't expecting it because I was like, I'm listening to Skrillex right now. I'm listening to this. <laughs> and then uh, Heartbreak by Bonobo and Totally Enormous Extinct Dinosaur came up. I absolutely adore that track i will i will not like <laughs> i'm not gonna not gonna front like as soon as that as soon as that track dropped 
I was like, wow, like this is a completely different sound for totally enormous extinct dinosaurs. Because I had listened to totally enormous extinct dinosaurs way back when, like back in like the garden days and like, you know, all the tracks that made totally enormous extinct dinosaurs what they are today. And when they did that collab, I was like, this is a completely different vibe. I mean, you look at um, you look at the track that they just did with Porter and like, you know, that's their style, you know, and then you go to a song like Heartbreak and it's just, it's a completely different vibe and something that was just like totally out of left field for them. And I really saw that and was like, yeah, like this is out of their comfort zone, but they made it work. It's true. They really did. It gives me, um, I like Prospa vibes. If you heard of Prospa. They're from Leeds in the UK. I um, have not, but I'll definitely oh, check them out. Yeah, definitely check them out. <laughs> but, but like all their the I love Prospa because all their songs are bangers and they're in like the same genre. Um, gotcha. But as soon as you like threw this one in the mix, I was like, "What is this? What is happening?" <laughs> but like I'm already dancing, but like I'm in like my hair was like flowing, and I was like, "What? This is epic!" Like I love it. Yeah, too. like I don't even know what I would consider that genre. I mean, I guess like breakbeat. Kind of, but like it's it was definitely like a vibe. Like it definitely. As soon as I discovered that track, I was like, "Yo, I gotta throw this in here." <laughs> it's true, and like the whole mix, fire! I can't wait for everyone to hear it. The way that it's gonna flow is that they're they're gonna listen to your mix first, and then they're gonna hear like what you've been up to. Uh, that's how it's flowing. Cool, cool. But yeah, so I am so excited that they got to hear it. Um, another track. I'll add one more of my favorite songs because it's in like a. It's it's not from your mix, um, but it's a uh, higher by Vincent and Alex Newell. Um, it's kind of it gives me it's like queer eye kind of vibes. It's like mm-hmm. you're getting like a little bit pumped up for the party. There's some Sam Smith vibes in there too. Ooh, um, okay. But it's like it's really epic. I like checked on all the record pools. I was like, do they have it on there? Do they have an extended <laughs> mix? But they and did they have it or no? No, no, uh. <laughs> not, yet. not yet. But it's gotcha, like what's gotcha. interesting is like you could find something in one record pool that's not in another one. Right? It's, yeah, it's like, exactly. It's, it's good to have more than one. Right. But, yeah, and I, I also, I always like to check Beatport as well because they'll have you got to pay for that. Like, yeah, Beatport, Beatport has some pretty cool gems. I mean, uh, and the the fact that they could actually like, they actually like ask you what format that you want like you could get the mp3 you could get the flack you could get the uh wav you could actually get the wave file too um which is a little bit higher quality audio than an mp3 they end up charging you a little bit more but um typically like if it's really a song that i'm like really vibing to or like really want to throw in my sets i typically get the get the uh waves because it's just higher quality audio and you kind of you know listen to the higher quality audio and you're like wow like you know like that's <laughs> you, you kind of like hear everything it's almost like surround sound and it's it's really cool yeah sometimes i'll pull mp3s and then i'll put them in a mix and i'll be like that just does not sound great to the next song that's a white a wave or like or like any other right that's a little bit higher quality you're like i can clearly hear the difference in the absolutely mix, the you could you comes. could definitely hear the difference i mean for an, for an occasional person that's just like listening like out at a club or like 
you know i mean they're not gonna really like understand or like really kind of like incorporate or like know the difference per se i mean they're just out to hear music but like for us djs and for our us producers that like hear this every single day and like really dig deep you could definitely hear a difference between a, a uh, mp3 and a wave True. for sure <laughs> so i was in my car the other day and like i think I may have messed up my speakers for a second. Like I just played around with something and it like switched. And I was like, my, my ears, like my uh, critical listening skills like kicked in. And I was like, <laughs> the bass isn't all the way there. Like what's up? <laughs> what's and then I you, don't know, you don't know how many times I'll like go into like one of my friend's cars or like, you know, my, my dad's car or my mom's car, or, you know, whoever's and, it, there'll be something that's off on like the eq and i'll be like your treble is way too high and they'll be like what <laughs> and i'll be like here here let me let, let me fix that for you. <laughs> and you know I'll, I'll tweak it and they'll be like wow like you're actually right like it's just once you start listening to this and once once it kind of like becomes your life and kind of like what you do like on the daily it's just you kind of just like catch stuff like that and I'll be like, that doesn't sound like it did on the on the recording. Right. <laughs> not in my car. Um, but I realized my phone wasn't plugged in all the way. So I was like, hmm. <laughs> That's not right. There it is. And I'm like, oh, there's the bass. There's everything. It's, it's funny. Like um, it's crazy. Yeah. But my final question really is just like any other tips or advice that you have for artists or streamers in this crazy time that we're living in these days? really just to be yourself you know i mean that's basically all i could say is just really like be yourself you know don't be like everybody else on the market because you know you're not really gonna get very far and i'm not saying that to you know be an asshole i'm not saying that to like <laughs> you know but if, if you end up having the same exact sound as everybody else, nobody's really going to look at you and, and be like, well, what makes you, you know, everybody's going to ask you the same question. And that's, you know, well, what makes you different from everybody else? And if you don't have an answer to that question, that's a problem. You know, if you can't, <laughs> if you can't produce an answer to what makes you different than everybody else, that's your problem right there. You know, you, you have to have an answer to that question. And once you have an answer to that question, that's what makes you an established artist right right then and there is, you know, once you can answer the question, what makes you different than everybody else on the market? And you have to have, you know, a, a gimmick or something that makes you unique. Uh, and once you once you develop that, then you could start developing yourself as an artist. You know, for me, it was the whole infusing different, you know, genres together and, you know, trying to incorporate, you know, live instru instruments and stuff like that, um, which is going to be, you know, my next project, which I hope to get to you guys by 2022, um, hopefully first quarter. Um, that's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm digging for, if not quarter two. Um, but that's really what kind of made me different than everybody else is, you know, I kind of want to experiment with different BPMs and different genres and, you know, that's what makes me unique and that's what makes me different. And I think that's what everybody has to sort of do in this 
day and age is, you know, develop their own style and develop their own ways of approaching music and their own ways of being creative um, because music comes in many, many, many different forms. And you just kind of got to flow with your creativity and just take it to the top. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have one more because I actually don't know the answer to this one, but like, what's your drink of choice? <laughs> uh, we we talking alcoholic or not alcoholic? Um, always alcoholic first. <laughs> always alcoholic. All right. Um, I, if I had to pick an alcoholic drink, I mean, if you want to go with like something that's like on the low ball of like you know alcohol percentage, I would go with like a down east cider. I'm always I've always been like a cider kind of guy. So like downy cider when i first got introduced to downy cider i was like yo like this is the stuff <laughs> like it is um it is unfiltered apple cider so there's like a little bit of like pulp in it because they don't like filter that stuff out um but really 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 good like hard apple cider um if you want to go a little bit further in terms of like alcohol percentage and stuff like that um I mean, I, I love Jameson. I'm an Irish guy, so I'm going to have to go with, like, your your basic Jameson and ginger ginger ale. <laughs> but, um, yeah, those those are my two drinks of choice. If, like, you catch me out at a bar, that's probably what I'm, what I'm vibing to is either some cider or Jameson and ginger ale. <laughs> You're speaking my language with ciders. Those are, like, my go-to. Yeah. All the time. I uh, This place in Kisco is called Beer Noggin. Uh, they just closed recently, but I would go there like every day and get cider, <laughs> get like tons of cider, take ciders home, and they have like different flavors. But, what uh, what what cider were you vibing then? Um, that was the Hudson North back then. They the Hudson North had like a toasted pumpkin, a ginger citrus, and then they Oof. also had like a standard cider. But all three were just like banging. Say no more with the pumpkin cider, oh, like. My God. Down East releases the uh, pumpkin cider in October, and oh my goodness. It's like, amazing. It's the spot. <laughs> I don't think my dentist would be happy with all the cider that I was drinking. But, <laughs> definitely know, not. You but gotta, I, I you could gotta definitely live. say the same. Adult <laughs> juice right there. Yeah, and then my go-to is always White Claw. Like, that is my always my regular go-to like no, all right. no flaws when you're drinking claws exactly <laughs> do whatever the hell you want but you yeah. know I, to this day i still have never tasted a white claw maybe oh i should gosh. well we need to <laughs> so, for, for realsies i have gonna, never tasted a white claw we're gonna put something on the schedule where like i come by for like a dj lesson or like a mix sesh or something and, and you gonna, bring some white claw with us absolutely that's like all right really not even a question fun. you already know but yeah <laughs> thank you travis so much for coming thank on. you so much i really do appreciate it we're releasing this on a friday so it's gonna be a happy friday that's cool. it's this friday that i'm gonna send it out oh snap, yeah. oh, snap. <laughs> some friday vibing guys it's true you already know <laughs> But yeah, have a great rest of your day. Thank you so you much. As well. thank you so you much. have been a pivotal mentor in my DJ career. So I thank you so much, graciously, for always being there for me. And of I course. look forward to like hearing what you have next and getting all that out there. <laughs> Absolutely. And like I said, I hope to have that out for you guys by hopefully quarter one, if not quarter two of 2022. Bet. I can't wait word <laughs> all right have a great rest of your day thank you so you much as well thank you so much appreciate Anytime. it bye <laughs> peace